strength It's a sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super. Many bright young minds were considering joining the armed forces. With up to $50,000 towards your college education, or up to $65,000 off your student debt, there's never been a better time to join. Join the army on Ballin' Out Super! Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Another episode of Falling Out Super. Super Duper. It's Sunday as fuck, and I'm your host, America's Sweetheart, Katie Rosalie. I'm with me as always, my faithful friend, Alex Patak. Ten Hut! Hut, Hut! And longtime homie and Sunday warrior himself. We support the troops and support Lawson Leon. Give your seat up for him on the bus. Give your seat up. <laughs> Give your seat up for the guests of podcasts. Thanks for having me, guys. Anytime, homie. Yeah. I'm in a mood. Let's go. Word. It's Sunday. Let's fucking do this. Thank you for clearing your Sunday schedule. Many. So we were a weekday podcast for a good, heavy period of time. And I have found that many of our regulars do not want to show up on Sunday. <laughs> they are not recording specifically then. I just, you know, I have a full day job now and I'm exhausted when I get home. And then the I'm filming that two minutes thing for Giant Bomb, which being on camera really is Ugh. an emotional. It adds 10 pounds for one. I, mm. Mm, You're joking, but uh, it's not great for my self-esteem nor surviving the onslaught of crazy people on the Internet. So Katie, I just no. was like, balling out super is the funnest thing. Uh, it's it's great. I get to hang out with my homies. And I mm. was like, why not push it to the weekend so I can enjoy it instead of being fully cranky? And instead, oh, sure. go back to being fully hungover. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Lawson, how do you feel? How do you feel about I mean, on Super on Sundays? <laughs> listen, listen. I'll be honest with you. At first, I thought we were going to record this in person. Like the good old days before mm. the pandemic hit mm. stateside. Eye to eye, but holding hands. Eye to eye, holding hands. Breathing holding, air into holding, each other's mouths. Holding all types of things, you know. Getting but, sick far more often from doing yeah, it. Yeah. That's but, true. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Since we're still doing this over the interwebs, I mean, so I'm totally fine. Totally that's fine. what's up. Because I don't have to like actually like put on pants. You know, that's It's really, 11 a.m. Really right thing. now. I'm wearing. Lawson's a lot funnier without his pants. (laughs) Bro, it's just the you know the extra weight just weighs me down. You know those extra. Right. Otherwise, it's like, what are we at a meeting? It's not only is that you know a a waistline keeping your pants up, but it's keeping the jokes in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Must a button the zip fly to humor. Here we go. 
this is really hard for me to explain to comedy club owners why mm. I would always come in. Like, right, no I pants. Have to wear, well, everyone's arguing about shorts. I'm not here trying to just not wear pants. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to push the limits. It's a tough. To do. It's a tough sell in the Me Too era, but you have to stand by your art. <laughs> insist that you're the no pants stand up comedian. Yeah, try to sell it how your jokes work. Positivity, but I'm really the just thing lazy. Is, like if an alternative Twitter girl went on this stance, everyone would be like, "Yes, clean. yes." So I'm standing, Lawson Leong, the no pants comedian. Yes, queen. You are our no pants girl queen. boss. Lawson hits the stage. He comes out. He goes, "Does anyone seen my pants?" <laughs> bro, Five minutes of the set gone from they applause. They write themselves, bro. They write themselves. Standing ovations, just you know. This I really, started as a bit, but like maybe this is your new thing. It could be your get or done. I have never told a joke in my life. <laughs> All I have are ideas. There's a lot of premises, mostly around not wearing pants. I do miss watching Alex specifically do stand up because he would do these like really elaborate uh, concepts that I thought were hilarious, and like only me and like two other people would be like, Yeah, that was the hallmark <laughs> of the concepts was that mm-hmm. they are not enjoyed by by other people. Uh, I remember <laughs> my first or second year in the stand up, and Lawson maybe got to see this. I uh, spent a week trying to work out like uh, 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 a whole chunk on water bears. I do remember this. There's no way. I was like, somebody's got to tackle water bears. There's no way I'd ever forget this because I, a, I think this is how I learned that they existed, and then b, I remember after like seeing you do this for like you say a week, I feel like it was maybe two months. But um, you gotta let it breathe. I mean, there's no way. I wrote like twelve minutes on water bears. I was like, we're not getting laughs on just a description of how small they are, but maybe when yeah. we get into the extreme environments they can survive in, that's pretty funny. Yeah, there's a lot to say about them. Tardigrades. They're miraculous. I, yeah. I I love it, honestly. And then and then everybody's like, this isn't a I, no one is dating in this, no one is swiping. <laughs> I'm losing yeah. interest. I remember for a while like getting really bitter because nobody's laughing at my water bears thing and being like, I think they just want me to be kind of racist. Like if you do a lot of Manhattan open mics in a row, is oh. like just through osmosis, you get like the impression of like, I think what people want from me is to develop hate and share it with crowds of people. I very quickly realized when I would do Manhattan open mics to just abandon any new material I was trying to do and just instantly go into filth because then they're like, huh, this girl that looks like she's judging me for my penis actually is a fun slut. I'm like, ah! (laughs) Yeah! shit on a dick! Yeah. (sighs) So glad I quit. Um, But, uh... (laughs) Do you know what water bears can't do is shit on a dick <laughs> on a cat. There <laughs> Their right, waste disposal. Shopping. I don't think it works that way. They're so small. Yeah. I heard they uh, can survive in space. They're like Frieza. I heard June Diane Raphael once say on a podcast that she's never been relatable a day in her life. And I was mm-hmm. like, maybe that's just like what we, the energy we need to bring into this is that's stop right. trying to pander to people. Just, Less relatability. Relatability yeah. overrated. Get rid of I it. I fucking hate it. I hate being so <laughs> relatable. I don't want to be America's sweetheart. I want to be America's uh, person I don't know. Amer- enemy of America. You want to be an Osama bin Laden figure for comedy. <laughs> Number one, I'm, enemy of the state. Honestly, KRL. I'm getting there. 
<laughs> Whenever your picture you shows up, it plays like that mountain music. That's like, <laughs> you guys are my friends. You haven't witnessed me accidentally walking into a comedy show recently, but people act like they have seen either a ghost or the devil. Mm. It's oh very no! Very funny. I thought we got rid of her. That's right. I'm still here, bitch. We it's told her she city. had to wear pants, and we didn't see her for six months. <laughs> Anyway, enough about this bullshit. We'll enough. Up everybody. Time to get into the real issues. Serious stuff. Serious business. Well, 9-11's over. Yeah. So not yeah. that. Can we forget now? Is that the rule? Or is yeah, that, I think how, you how know, by now you're okay. until next what, what August. The- <laughs> not to do like a corny like stand-up bit here, but like if you're from New York, you've never. How do you ever forget? That's a phrase for someone in like Missouri. I right. literally have it never is. forgotten 9 no, 11. Not, not one time. <laughs> not, not, one one time. time. not one not time. Not one doctor's <laughs> visit. Not one F train ride. I have never forgotten. I, 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 every time I look into my. at the front of my mind. Every time I, I look into my father's eyes, I remember that he. When, those lenses were once covered in, in soot. In soot. <laughs> from the tower. Give your seat up to Lawson and his dad on the bus. Was your dad a fireman? No, he was a lawyer. He just worked around the area. Right. He just loved soot. It's unrelated. Yeah, he just, he buried his head in soot, uh, metaphorically and literally. It's the only thing that calms him down. So, you know, on that day, (laughs) he just had a big pot of it. And he said, son, I got to go in the soot. He he took his head out of the soot to look at the towers falling. (laughs) (laughs) We're under attack. Yeah. Uh, Whenever the train stops, there is a moment where you think maybe this is one. Well, I take a lot of above ground trains and I. uh, Lovely. If you haven't, you must. If you're listening at home. I've always, I always have that thing where when the train stops on the tracks, I'm like, ah, the infrastructure in the city is a no bueno. Oh, no, it's not good. So when this falls down, how am I going to do the least damage to my spine? So I think about like where on the train I'm going to Oh, and like a Spider-Man train falling off of a rail situation. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think we've all thought about that. Like as if I would ever have the dexterity and agility. There's nothing you can, it's not worth thinking about there's nothing you could do i've thought about it every day of my life because i even thought about that when i was like a teenager on the lir i'm like all right if this falls into the swamp what am i gonna do here Uh." Uh, uh, you should have a checklist that says like uh one am i spider-man no then two nothing i can do nothing in this situation am i spider-man two pray for (laughs) spider-man If yes, hop out, pull the train back onto the rail by holding onto another train with your web. Did you see that video from, uh, I think, China of the people stuck in the subway that's flooded? They have wonderful Spider-Mans over there, but no, it's something else. Literally, don't tell me that because second on the list of Katie Neurosis Mm, is mm. drowning in a car. Oh my gosh. Oh, specifically in a car? Yeah. Yeah. Like how, yeah. How would I escape the car when it falls off the bridge? Is this why the... you're not friends with any Kennedys? Yo, you know what? It's why. like, A, 
They're always like, Katie, come over. Katie, you have to see my new television. <laughs> come over and play. What do wasps do? Polo? Come over and play polo. We and got like, a new croquet racket. I'm t- I'm too scared that I'm going to drown in a car with you. <laughs> We're doing poppers at my house, Katie. Well, that does sound fun. All the queers are here. This is the Kennedy who's worked his way into your circle of friends. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This is a complete non sequitur, but I think it's 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 uh, salient. It's important. It's really not, though. Uh, like last week when everyone was freaking out that John Mulaney has done drugs and I was like, have you ever met a wasp? Those people mm. are pilled up to their eyeballs. Mm. They got the good stuff. Every like rich Protestant white lady I've ever met is on like close to everything. <laughs> I do have to say I'm pretty sure John Mulaney is a very Catholic, but. Or whatever. You know what I mean. He is of a certain ilk. I under he's at the parties with these people. I mean, if you're on Saturday Night Live, they make you swear allegiance to Martin Luther. Yeah, that's true. They're that's like, one of the first things they get out of the they, way. They convert you and then they hand you a snuff box. <laughs> now, Colin Jost, that guy, for sure refuses the will of the Pope. I'm looking this up. He's married to Scarlett Johansson, so they they are in the process of breeding the master race, but mm. like. Mm, Good luck mm. to them and their endeavors. <laughs> so beautiful. Wilson, There's a be- oh, wait, I changed my microphone. saw Colin Joss' face, did you feel like you wanted to choke him out because of his smug douchery? Uh, I, I'm not a choker. I'm more just like Lawson a Lawson has hunter. never thought that about a single human being. No, no he's got a, a punch face. I, 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 I trust Lawson to tell it like it is, unlike you, Alex, who's always trying to play both sides. Okay? Listen. I think he looks good. <laughs> No, he's listen. I I'm not saying that I would ever punch somebody in the face, but if I were going to, they might that person might look a lot like Colin Jowes. Is all I'm saying. If you build like as JBL used to say, if you build a punchable face from the ground up, if you build it from the like ground Colin up, Jaws, the thing is, he. I mean, it's not even him specifically. He has a uh, phenomenon I refer to as Anglo face that is shared among <laughs> very slave owning people <laughs> throughout uh, the world. That's what it is, yeah. I know some very nice people with that face, but it is like, I can see your land (laughs) from looking at you. Your (laughs) great-grandfather had some stuff. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's it's similar to, like, European, like, inbreeding. You know what it is? Like, these people stayed in the same circles until their cheekbones, like, shot up like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can see it. You can basically see it in their DNA (laughs) on their face. Yeah. Uh, he attended Harvard University. I knew that. Are you looking up a college? What are you looking up right now? <laughs> I'm trying to see if he's Catholic. Uh, he Catholic? is also Roman Catholic. I cannot catch right. a goddamn break today. Yeah. <laughs> so what else? What he has else not else? shunned the Pope, as it were. This is our uh, new segment, Who's Catholic? Who's Catholic? <laughs> on Ballin' Out Super. <laughs> Catholic or not Catholic? Uh, I'm gonna Michael J. <laughs> we're going to look. <laughs> Oh, God. It's possible. I finally, I finally got my dad to stop talking to me about Michael Che, so at least that's some problem. I'm looking to fill that void. <laughs> Wait, was this a thing, Katie? Was this like a saga you went through? That Oh, yeah. My dad uh, was obsessed with Michael Che, and he kept trying to talk to me about him. I'm like, dude, he's harassing, like, literal friends of mine. Like, not, like, nameless women, like, literal people I know. Like, please right. don't talk to me about Michael Che. He's like, oh, he's so funny. Did you see this thing on his Instagram? I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> 
that was at my friend who I love. <laughs> like, mm, like mm, he's yeah. a scary, unhinged man. Excellent like, yeah. construction in taking down your friend, though. Well, not just, you know, it wasn't always her. It was a lot of people. But I was like, after like three years of this conversation, he finally got the picture, I guess. Like, yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson does not have her religion listed on her Wikipedia. Smart, smart well, because girl. she sold her soul to the devil. It's because ago. she needs to be able to play a lot of roles. She yeah. looks like the bride of Satan. She's fine. She's so beautiful. <laughs> um, but the thing is, the thing is that when you're Scarlett Johansson, they're going to cast you as a lot of Asian women. They're going to cast you as yeah. a lot of like. <laughs> you got to be Asian. You, you have to be able to fill be... roles. The less information on your Wikipedia, the better. You know. So there's be a trans that's man what's, or... Yeah, maybe that's what's <laughs> happening. It's not. It's not whitewashing. It's like that. She's like you remember in Futurama where they had those blank robots that you could put into the floppy drive. It's exactly. Like, oh. Yeah. That yeah. is exactly what we're talking about. Whenever, whenever I look at Scarlett Johansson, I think of that exact thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're like, look at this. Yeah. You're like, look at this beautiful mannequin. <laughs> it doesn't she say be, Michael Che's religion either. She I'm could sorry. be literally anything, including an Asian woman. Um, well, here's a um. There, there's. I, I don't think it's Dua Lipa. Oh, the woman who played chess master to the queen of chess, the queen of the, Queen's somebody, Gambit. The show. Yeah, Queen's Gambit. She was. She played the queen of her the Gambit. She keeps getting listed as a uh, like a uh, one of the f- <laughs> one of the first POC Oscar winners because she's from Argentina. And this is like a blank white woman, like a China Ooh. doll. <laughs> I, and that's what Scarlett Johansson is needs to be. She needs to be able to just claim things. She needs to qualify herself. Ooh, I love your song, Katie. I you know, there's problems, man. <laughs> There's problems, man. There's fucking problems. There's problems out there. I really never thought about Argentinians either way, I realized. Argentina, I mean, mean, and who am I to speak as a Yankee devil, but Argentina is the famously the racist Latin American country. It's like like Spain also, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's like Spain where there's like literal colorism. Spain people are definitely What I understand. Yeah, Argentinians are white. Fine! They are. The world is full of so many Bostons. <laughs> the world is a Boston. Now, Lawson, you were doing you were doing stand up yeah. for a while in New York before sure. before the the rest of us hit this wonderful before scene. Before the revolution, have you had any uh, pers- personal experience with Michael Che? Are you are you close with him? No, I wouldn't say close. The one thing is that uh, would upset me. If I still cared, because I'm clearly over it, uh, is that we both started the same year. Oh, yeah. Um, literally the same That'll year. That'll get you. I mean, I was like 19, so it's, not, it's fine. You know what the but thing like, is, though, is now when, now that we're older, you yeah. can replace we started the same year just with this person is 22, and the same rage can be there for you <laughs> if you want it. Oh, yeah. Sure. I've been experiencing that more frequently recently. Uh, and it's not great because I remember being younger and being like, why are older women so mean? Today? Why are they so mean? And it's because you deserve it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I, well, 
I, I actually <laughs> genuinely don't feel anger towards them in the same sense. What I feel is like, I mean, there's two different things I'm talking about here. Yes, the success of a 22-year-old in general, you're just like, well, must be nice not to have student debt. I have the millennial curse and you're free to fly. But um, with the millennial puzzle, I unlock student <laughs> debt. <laughs> I un- yeah, literally though. I'm um, going to have fun with the millennial puzzle every week until we stop doing you. I'm never going to yeah. mispronounce it by the, like, stop mispronounce. Cause like it, it, every time I say it, I say it wrong. Um, but the other half of it is too, is like, I have the perspective now of being someone that was an optimistic early 20s person who threw sure. myself into my projects and stuff. And I'm just kind of want to shake them sometimes and mm, be like, mm. just go have fun. Have who fun. gives a fuck? Get Zoe Deschanel is people. old now. What? Zoe Deschanel is old now. She's been old for a while, man. Yeah. But, you know, she has the same haircut. It happens. She's living that I same guess, life. If you're like a hot... 22 year old like and i am stand up like why would you do that like go be in a band or just like fuck people your own age or like just do drugs and die already (laughs) no just do drugs like i just like it's so objectively embarrassing and like uncool like if you're hot and cool just like continue to be hot and cool i just don't (laughs) see why you need to like mix in all this like because Sheep Katie, I, I want to find out who I am. Right. I don't know who the fuck I am, and right. I'm not being uh, given any guidance. Only until you've around. done your 12 minutes on tardigrades <laughs> across New York City for a few years, do you realize, oh, I'm actually a hot 22-year-old. That's who I've been the whole time. Yeah, right? Um, I mean, we, listen, I'm just saying you can be hot. <laughs> you can know. be hot. <laughs> It just makes me sad, like seeing young people repeat my same steps where I'm like, oh, you could just be having fun, though. Mm -hmm. Why do you care? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I understand that. You don't have to be here grinding. Do we ever enjoy your life? (laughs) I understand what you mean. Do Do you ever think about what if Goku did stand up? Wow. What an insufferable piece of toxic positivity shit he would be. He'd be like one of those people that's like, you know, like, I don't really like punching down. I just do jokes about waffles. And you're like, this guy's never going to make it. And the next thing you know, he's on Comedy Central. You're right. Like, the fucking waffle bitch is on TV. Because he has the same skill set as Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan, college football player. Not a lot of people know that. Mm. Yeah. He becomes Hope Punk. Oh, God. Barfrock City. I hate that shit. Well, I think Goku. Okay. He's got a good attitude. He's networking well. People love him. He competes like very him. hard. He's doing Where the writing every day. Here's the thing. Somehow relatable. He doesn't have that backstabby energy you need to do to make it past new faces because everyone that comes back from new faces and doesn't have a career, it's because they're like, oh, I'm just likable and I'll get an agent. And it's like, nope, you have no. to still be a shit. So he, I don't think you got to go trip uh, a manager in the parking lot. Yeah. So I think he would do that thing where he would be like King shit of turd mountain where he would like everyone would be rooting for him. But then he would like, you know, two years after moving to California, he would come back and you'd be like, what happened, Goku? And he's like, uh, I'm a small scene hero. He's like, I just kind of. <laughs> mi- yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I just like I missed everybody. And you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm the funniest. <laughs> I won the funniest comic in Des Moines three times. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're saying Vegeta would do better. Like, Vegeta is already <laughs> top of the game. Vegeta is on tour with Kevin Hart as we speak. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He puts up a post on Instagram that's like, five years ago, I wrote a note that I'd have the hottest show in NYC. And today it's become true. Oh my god. No snowflakes, no holds bar, no cell phones allowed at Vegeta's house. Oh, he's at Legion of Skanks for sure. Vegeta's Words are my <laughs> weapon. I'm a warrior poet, but with chuckles. That's, that's what I'm, I'm a warrior poet, but with chuckles. Comedy. <laughs> That's why I don't get people who see comedy as a battleground. I'm like, yo, I just want to see someone fall down. Like, it's right. not, it's not that deep. We do, we should we should move on now, but uh, I do uh, I have to throw out. I don't know if we've discussed this before on the show. There was a show at the Creek like five years ago, where uh, as the idea of a uh, comedy battleground, two comedians would do stand up, and then they'd have to fight. Like with boxing guy. gloves like physically fight oh yeah i remember this i How remember that? that i should have saved this for benel because benel did it benel, okay benel fought aj i think <laughs> who is our <laughs> other friend it is like yeah. a very like nice fellow and benel has a, a darkness inside that came out oh, boy. Oh, boy, does <laughs> How hard did people get did you see this alice i missed this were you there did you see what happened I, I have only I heard, heard about, about it a lot afterwards, yeah. but apparently he like swamped AJ and then AJ like recently having been like beaten up on stage had to do a set right after. <laughs> Just like, man. The, the story that Benel told me was that he's like, Man, I you know I always knew I had anger in me, but I just didn't expect it to come out like that. And I'm like, fam, H is like your best friend. <laughs> That's why fuck? he's the safest dude to let it all out on. Yo, uh, I you know I hate the creek, but I think we should bring that back. <laughs> no, Katie. That's not the moral of the story, Katie. It's the moral of the story. That's the only way I'm going back to stand up is if I can see people kill each other. The moral is love wins. <laughs> Oh, hashtag blue no matter who, which is very much the theme of this fucking Dragon Ball. Blue, blue wave. But speaking of the blue wave, I'm waving towards the inbox because I'm wondering who's sponsoring this week's show. Thanks for asking, Katie. That is a good question. Uh, it is time for our advertising segment. For $20, we will read your advertisement on air, and it, it'll come out pretty good. So send us an email at ballingoutsuper at gmail.com. We'll give you all the details for that. This Remember, week's mm -hmm. what is your product? What is it called? And where to find it? What These is it? Are, what is it? <laughs> Remember <laughs> the three W's. What is it? Who are you? Where is it? <laughs> is this is this one of those things where you you're telling the audience this because people have forgotten? Yeah, well, properly. we had a few who like didn't tell us what their thing was called or something like that. But they just excitedly <laughs> typed an email and like hit send before they even like clearly were too excited Look, we, about that. We know it is either a podcast or some form of pornography, and we are trying to share it with the world for you. Yeah, we want to. Why do. not both? So, yeah. Alex, what's on the docket today? Well, today we have an advertisement from the Spirit Hunters podcast. Uh, Osu! Osu. Like you, you, Hakusho, and or Hunter x Hunter, and wish someone covered them a la Ballin' Out? That's our show. Check the Spirit Hunters! Ooh. 
On an average episode, we recap and discuss the show with additional topics like the show's production history, voice actors, localizers, and animators' careers, non-canon movies and video games. So basically, like, balling out if we actually did any research. Right, if we covered any of the things we should talk about, instead of just what if your train w- fell off the rails a la Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 and who is Catholic but hiding it? <laughs> uh, actually, shout out to those guys, because they had me on and we did come power into the fist. And I hadn't watched that movie in 15 years. It's great. So, it was, yeah, so it was awesome to rewatch it. It was so fun. You gotta see it. Uh, other things, they, they'll also discuss the eldritch, eldritch powers of Pootie Tang VHS and its ability to radicalize a suicide cult. And, oh. Yeah. I mean, I love Pootie Tang a lot. <laughs> we, uh, many what of us do. <laughs> they'll discuss Japanese pop culture blood astrology as socially accepted phrenology. And uh, Yoshihiro Togashi, and he's like Boots Riley in that his label had to record. Oh, I, I burped on your ad. I'm so sorry I burped on your ad. I ate a really big, greasy sandwich, and I can't I stop burping. <laughs> Little baby boy burped on the ad. Keep going. And, and, well, he's like Boots Riley, and his label had to record a depiction of a terrorist attack on a Manhattan skyline prominently featuring the Twin Towers. So look up the Spirit Hunters podcast. They're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon, at Spirit Hunter Pod. You got us. All spear, you there. You there. All spear, you there. You know what I loved about that ad read? Knew what it was. Clear clear description. I knew what the product was and I read what it what what happens over there and where it is. Thanks for thank you for sponsoring this week's shows. Spirit Hunters. Right. I and the spirit within me. Find the spirit within Jesus. you. Praise him. And okay. then, you know what? Another thing that made the ad read really clear is you know I'm Catholic before the ad starts, so you don't have to wonder in the middle what kind of Christianity is this guy. Yeah. You know, Alex Patak, devout Catholic, good boy from Massachusetts. My Let's confirmation go. name's Jerome. What's up? Jerome Patak! They let you pick your own name. Okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Dragon Ball. I am. <laughs> the title of this episode is The Truce Broken? No. Defense Force Strikes Back at Cell. I have so much to say about this episode because I've learned some really important things about Dragon Ball that have always been over my head. A lot of lore cleared up this episode. Also, as an American, first thing you're going to think is, what is a defense force? Well, we'll get into it. Uh, Last week, if you didn't remember, you know, uh, Cell's like, hi, I'm going to have the Cell games. And if the you lose, I blow up the world. So everyone's like, well, we better do Cell games. Let's train. And it's my show and I'm the star. Vegeta gets mad about the line for the hyperbolic time chamber. There's a lot of discussions about cuntsies, frontsies, and backsies. While Goku comes out of the chamber and everyone's like, you're so powerful. Do you think you could beat Cell? Which, to which he replies, I don't know. And that's where we're at. Right, that's what happened this time. I mean, last time. But the thing you have to know is that it's going to happen again. So it is confusing when anything is happening. Yeah. Honestly, one of my favorite Goku moments is when they're like, so you can beat him, right? And he's like, nah, I don't know. And it's just like, 
Bro, we, he comes out unhinged. So, right. So what I love about Dragon Ball Z specifically, going back watching these episodes, is we've always had a long discussion about brain damage, Goku. And now I've been tracking it in a very real way. I believe it first really gets solidified after he comes back from the dead and then goes in that spaceship to Namek, uh, planet Namek. And while in there, it becomes scrambled eggs. But you know... Just like uh, Chris Benoit's situation, it sometimes takes a few years for that, like, you know, brain trauma to really finish cooking. It's almost the same as Chris Benoit. And when he comes out of that time chamber, that is now he is fully brain damaged and nothing is a better example of it than this episode. So let's get into it. I mean, alone, like, I understand the theory behind it, but saying Super Saiyan all the time (laughs) is insane. Yeah. Um, so uh, the first scene of this episode, as we know, Cell has worked very hard on his ring. He's very proud of his craftsmanship and masonry and he's stretching and he's like, oh, let's do a little show for the little people. So he uh, blasts off into space. Very cool. And he punches a meteorite and makes a meteor shower onto Earth where the cities are panicking and escape. And well, so he flies up and he becomes, he like turns hot like a rocket, which is very cool. And he says out loud so that you know, thank goodness for my cells of Frieza and his father, which is a weird thing to narrate out loud. Like really good cells I have. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, opposable thumbs. You allowed me to pick up that spoon. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) And so he goes into space and he starts punching rocks unrelated yeah. to the meteor shower. Yeah, he's just doing it for funny. <laughs> and then he sees a really big meteorite and he's like, wouldn't it be cool if I like gave those little people a thrill like and just showed up and like just gave them a little star shower. A little he pretends meteor. the meteor is a guy who thinks he's hotter than him. And he punches <laughs> it. And um and then so it shoots down to Earth and like in the like escape from New York panic when they look up, like the random people look up at the sky and see it, you hear just a random voice actor go, oh, shooting star during the day. I'm like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> Excuse- yeah, a shooting star during the day is like... <laughs> what is the, What would cause you to say that? Whenever there's a group of civilians in Dragon Ball Z, I just think it's so funny because they make this choice in the dubbing to just have random people in the background say idiotic shit, and it's always so... It's like, oh, who is that guy? Oh, better jet! Like, it's just like... <laughs> An explosion? <laughs> it's hot, like the opposite of a fridge! <laughs> I feel like they, they definitely recorded, like, 20 different ones of those. And that was the one that got through. I also, (laughs) you know, I love to hear your guys' opinion on this, but I feel like there's certain things that happen in Dragon Ball Z Kai specifically where, like, things have been redubbed and stuff where I think, like, the voice actors are just, like, they're having Having fun. They're having a silly day. I would I would uh, say no and that they're doing it professionally, except that we already know the opening song is the entire tech cast doing karaoke of the goddamn Dragon Ball song. They're having fun out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they're doing the main cast seriously. I'm just like, you just catch things sometimes. I'm like, oh, you're uh, you, you kept the silly one. You kept a the shooting star one. in the day. <laughs> yeah. So, um. 
they, they, they plummet to earth. And then meanwhile, uh, Chi Chi, she's looking for her, her boys, her boys being her husband, Goku and his, uh, his man sized son, who's mm. canonically only 11, 11 years point. old. He's 11 years old. Uh, what are they feeding Gohan. him? They are leisurely fishing as full on super Saiyans, which is insane and not addressed <laughs> okay if, if you're a fish and you like what if you like got imagine getting away from a super saiyan yeah. <laughs> How, I, fish not caught by a super saiyan i get the point they're trying to make is that gohan and goku have reached a level where they can maintain super saiyan where it's not stressful to them but it also seems really crazy to me to be in a heightened sense of battle awareness and just be like having a chill day. Yeah, I'm aware of every organism in the river, but let's just stick the rod in there and see what happens. And then there's this really... They should just go and start punching fish. Well, you yeah, get way more fish. I could like do the it. Mulan for sure. Yeah. yeah, or like I liked in the original series where he'd fish with his little monkey tail. Like, Yes, now that's comedy. Yeah, that oh, is I also <laughs> side note in the video ours. game Kakarot, they kind of imply that you have like a a butt plug because there's a fishing mini game where you fish with your monkey tail, but you don't have a monkey tail. You attach it to you, and I'm like, hmm. right, that's a, that's a super butthole, uh, real grip. Uh, well, anyway, if you can get it in there, well, you know. It's a quality piece of equipment. I'm just saying you could buy you could buy a rod. You don't need to do it that way. If you're if you're already screwing it into your asshole. <laughs> like at that point, just use your hands. Yeah. Yeah, don't I, uh, be a fancy. The next exchange. How good at fishing am I? Watch this. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 Those fish are dinosaur size, so it's really impressive. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I'm dying. Okay. The next segment, though, is is like low-key kind of heartbreaking for me because like young Gohan, in, in my opinion, is a highly sympathetic character. And so basically, they're fishing and hanging out and... You know, Krillin shows up and he's like, ah, I'm in my vacation slacks. What's up? And um, they have this exchange where Gohan's like, we find, you know, we finally went fishing just like you promised. And Goku's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you about? talking about? And I'm sorry, I don't like, remember anything I'd say when I talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and Krillin's like, noise. yeah, you remember when you like flew off to fight the Saiyans and, and the animation was still cute and like we thought you were going to die and you promised your literal baby son that you're going to go fishing with him and then you disappeared for years. <laughs> right, and Goku says no and then Krillin has the goddamn receipts and plays that shit on VHS <laughs> for everyone to see. Yeah. He's like, I filmed it. And then... <laughs> It's and, a, they show us a flashback that's essentially like, you'll fish with me, right? Yeah, I will. Totally. <laughs> of course I'll fish. And then Gohan says, yeah, I mean, we've done like a lot of training, but we haven't <laughs> really ever like hung out or anything. And Goku's Jesus. like, you're not mad about that, are you? And he's like, no, <laughs> no, no, father. So it, it, I... That would ruin the day if I was mad. <laughs> it 
genuinely, I felt sad for him there. I was like, oh God, that's so hard. Yeah, <laughs> Thank goodness hard. this is a fake yeah. boy. Oh yeah. my God, close one. Uh, yeah, so if I've read the timeline here correct, Gohan was six when Goku promised this, I think, right? Five. Yeah. He, was he was five, five years old. So, okay, so for more than half of his life, <laughs> he's been waiting for his father to take him fishing. Yeah. During which that time, he has been A, dead, and B, fighting him <laughs> <laughs> instead of fishing with him. Okay, yeah, that's what he right. says. He's like, well, we did, we did, you did punch me in the head a bunch, and that was. <laughs> That was pretty no, cool, but I'm an eleven-year-old Super Saiyan because you hit me a bunch of times. I do have a tiny Herculean body on my my my, you know, and so let's just hope it doesn't affect my growth. But anyway, I'm, I'm the Michael Jackson of Saiyans. You hit me, and then I became super. <laughs> so anyway, there's Tremont. this. There's this uh, trauma bonding session happening, and Krillin really wants to get in on it. So then mm. he also sits down. He's like. Oh, Goku, sorry I fucked everything up by, like, not doing the one thing I had to do because I had a boner. <laughs> I didn't kill Android 18, and now the world's going to end. And he's like, it's no big deal, buddy. He's like, yeah, I just feel bad that you have to, like, save me all the time. And he's like, yeah, you're just a little guy. I believe at one point he says something like, don't bring it up again. <laughs> he goes, like, don't even mention it. He's like, you shut your... Well, he's just <laughs> sick of hearing about it, I think. Well, I, I don't want to hear this. you talk. The next, this whole segment is like A, a heartbreaking Gohan thing, but B, when you realize that Goku has like, this is his friend from high school that he still puts up with because he doesn't have any other friends. So he's like really annoyed by him and he's been masking it and the mask breaks just a little bit here. So, like, what happens is then he slaps Krillin on the back so he falls in the pool, the, the lake, and Krillin pretends to drown. And then Goku reaches out to grab him, and then, you know, Krillin playfully pulls him in. And he's like, ha-ha, all this trick in the book. And Goku looks him dead in the eyes, and he goes, at least my feet touch the ground, Krillin. <laughs> I'm more than three feet tall. I have a wife, and I procreated. What literally, do you have? Literally that gif of all those dudes going, oh! Yeah. You put the entire world in danger because you're too short. Yeah. Can I just point out, Krillin, fam, he's like out here being like, yo, Goku, I just feel bad. I should apologize to you. Hey, Krillin, how about you apologize to the fucking world, bro? Yeah, go like, ahead and get on die. TV. You need to, like, blow up a different news station and be like, I'm sorry, I was so horny. It didn't even make sense how horny I was. Because you were thirsty, bro. It's just... Oh man. He's like, so I just started taking my testosterone for my growth deficiency, and it just really clouded my thinking. It's so. crazy how short he is. There's a one shot where they're by the riverbank where Goku is sitting down and Krillin is the same height as him standing up. I yeah. yeah does that, that's like two feet tall. That's like a they, human baby. They skip that meeting where they share the uh, character charts where they establish their heights into relations to each other. Because they do that to Vegeta sometimes too, where I'm like, Vegeta's sometimes only two feet tall. <laughs> right, right, right. But then sometimes he's like five foot ten or something. Yeah. It's depending on how much we're supposed to like like Vegeta that day. Continuing on the Krillin just fucking sucks and everyone's just being nice because they don't want him to kill himself trend is 
Gohan and Goku uh, nap lazily in a field, and it's very idyllic. And Krillin's just kind of looking at him, and he's like, "Wow, they're so chill." And he's like, "Oh, you know what? Like, I bet they're like training in their mind right now. Yeah, they're like, they're doing like mind push-ups because me and Baby Gohan did that like on the plane. We did mind push-ups. Mind push-ups are canon. You can fight in your mind, and it counts. It's like training in your dreams. So Krillin's like." Let's let's check it out. And he throws a rock at Goku's head. And something happens I've literally never seen on this show in which the rock hits Goku and he's rightfully pissed. Yeah, he Goku's just super sits mad. Up, he's like, why did you do that? I have nerves in my that, head. That was a rock. Do you know that? That like really hurts to do. <laughs> I was asleep and you threw a rock at me. You, at my, my friend. You're my <laughs> oldest friend. <laughs> you threw a rock? You. He, friends so, don't treat friends like a witch. <laughs> it was so jarring to see Goku annoyed. Actually, I'm <laughs> so upset. Like, for real mad, yeah. It's like when you stub your toe or your friend accidentally, like, slams the car door in your face where you're just like, bro. That it really was, hurts. It was so jarring. I thought we were friends. I was asleep. <laughs> it was. I. I don't think I've ever seen. Like you see him get like. Now I'm pissed. Daddy's home. Yeah. Or you've seen like Kid Goku be like, ooh, ooh, I can't catch the fish. But you've never seen Goku be like annoyed. <laughs> I wish he. I wish he took the same voice. For the Super Saiyan transformation, where it's like, don't throw rocks at my head, Frieza. I was sleeping. Wait in the fucking car, Chris. It's not fucking funny to throw rocks at people. Yeah, he, Rocks he are was, really hard. He always has that like righteous anger right before he fights the big bads, but you never see him just like, like the, yeah, the type of annoyance you have with your friend being stupid. <laughs> right, yeah. He usually does not have that, yeah. Even like an inconvenience in the bank, he's going full Super Saiyan pissed. <laughs> What do you mean my accounts are frozen? <laughs> I've been a customer here for 15 years. Is Goku Batman now? <laughs> Goku. <A little> bit. <laughs> he sometimes becomes Batman. Yeah, just yeah. like for 10 minutes. Uh, then they just jump to a scene at the house where they're they're eating a lot. And then Krillin's like, and then Gohan goes to do homework. And Krillin's like, everyone seems a little too chill. Meanwhile. He's uh, correct. The world is going dead. Uh. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> speaking may I talk to your manager, we go to Kame's lookout where Vegeta's just like throwing a full on like may I talk to your manager bitch fit about Piccolo being in the hyperbolic time chair. He's like, he's been in there for 10 minutes. And Mr. Piccolo's like, it's the only bathroom at this establishment, sir. <laughs> how it works. <laughs> and the thing is, again, Every moment he waits is like another month for Piccolo. He was just in there. He knows how it works. Why are you kicking the door? What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? You're going to have time. Yeah, it's almost like he's overcompensating for his insecurities that he can't beat Cell. Why <laughs> can't he beat Cell, by the way? When he goes in the first time, he like doubles his power, and then he's going to go in again, and I don't think it does anything. Well, it's because no. Cell's perfect, I think. He's the perfect man. That's what Cell's told me. You know what it is? It's because (laughs) Cell is six feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) It's really what it comes down to. It's a picture of Cell on Tinder and he's hugging a tiger. (laughs) Yeah, and you're like, oh, 
okay, fine. And then you see Vegeta trying to like do an angle so he looks taller, and you're like, okay. And then you see a full body shot, and you're like, mm, sorry. Vegeta <laughs> shirt off in every picture, by the way. Oh my god, yeah. it's so aggressive when he people always, do that. Always it's shirt so off, yeah. aggressive. <gasps> I have something to tell you about that later, but I can't say it on air. Um, uh, so you go on. <laughs> maybe we'll do it behind the paywall. So maybe yeah, do he, my he, cell voice. He'll, he'll, <laughs> he throws a shit fit, and then Piccolo comes out of the time chamber. He's all his his clothes are torn up, but don't worry, they shoot out of his hands, so he'll be fine. And uh, and then Vegeta literally looks at him. everyone's like, "Wow, Piccolo's gotten so strong." Vegeta walks up to him, and he goes, "Huh." doesn't look like you changed a bit uh what were you taking a nap or something bitch and then he just walks in i'm like vegeta (laughs) is really on one these last few episodes he's so mad he's like been he's been you know he's lashing out at like people that aren't even on his level like yamcha like dude let it go (laughs) i bet you were wondering if i became nice while you were in there and the answer is no (laughs) yeah after Whenever Vegeta gets washed, he loves to punch down. It's like his favorite thing to do after he's... Uh, Which is, again, uh, why he is an industry darling. Yeah, and it's funny because part of me relates to Vegeta because, like, that's how I would be if I didn't, like, go to therapy and, like, learned how to, like, suss out my emotions appropriately. I would just be like, yeah, well, fuck you then all the time. Like, like what are those? You're 22? Well, mm. not forever, bitch. <laughs> like... Um, meanwhile, Bulma is working on Android 16 while she listens to Dog President. But I have to make a note here. Okay. Because this scene's not that important. You know, she's like, oh, he's stronger than 17, 18. He has extra parts. So this is how we're going to justify making him good. Yeah, I'm Bulma. And I think this is one great robot. But this is the first time. And it comes up a few times in this episode where I finally hear this correctly. It is not dog president. It is dog king he's the of king. the world. He Wait, is what? king of the world, and he's a little fuzzy dog man. The world of Dragon Ball, the Earth, is a one-world monarchy government. That is insane. You're telling me that dog wasn't elected to office? No. no. They I am outraged. They literally I didn't vote have for that um, shot of him in his office later on where you see the portrait of his father. There are the other dogs. <laughs> <laughs> He's from a long line of warlike dogs. It's it's a, 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 a oh God. I, there's but no also, way. and this is important to consider in the context that it's Dragon Ball Z, not magical in any way, just like no. with guns and no. tanks just they're conquered just, the world. They're just yeah. like, militia dogs but they're just like regular dogs i i mean it's he wears a suit but that's he wears a suit <laughs> you gotta respect him if instagram is any indication i'm actually not surprised that a society would let a dog be their king honestly <laughs> I'm not, whoa not really we're halfway surprised. there whoa dog elected mayor so like um yeah. meanwhile chi chi sets up a picnic and goku and gohan look at a fish it's a really good one. <laughs> They're making up for years of lost time right now. And, uh, you know, they're like, hey, do you guys think taking it easy is a good idea? In which Goku's like, I don't know. Shut <laughs> up, nerd. And that's I thought I'm... you said you were cool. Yo, they're harsh in his vibe, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
the planes fly by and they're like, I wonder what that's about. Beep, beep. We're in traffic going to Master Roshi's house. Everyone's trying to escape the city in a feeble attempt to not get exploded. And, you know, it's been established that there are flying cars. So what makes me think is happening is that if you have a terrestrial car, that is a class thing where you're lower class and it's pretty dark when you think about it. Absolutely. (laughs) The cell games is a very dark moment for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, It just really, you know, brings on home that like Krillin's the villain of Dragon Ball Z, but the briefs family are the villains of Dragon Ball world. Yeah. They have just made a dis like disparate capitalist hell society. And the cell games are the Olympics in that if it's in your city, it's destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And literally, like they're driving around like, no, and the stores are open. I'm like, yeah, bitch, the games are in town. <laughs> Everyone got COVID. The cell games are happening. And then uh on the radio, Dog King goes on there and he's like, all right, the Royal Guard is going to attack Cell. And what you got to understand is in the original Dragon Ball, there's like guns and cars and stuff. But we have not seen this like in the context of Dragon Ball Z in years. And right. suddenly we're watching a montage. On, on account of the fact that they are very clear that guns will never Listen to me. Read my lips. They will never hurt somebody in Dragon Ball Z. No one can get killed by guns. That you would me, ruin everything if that happened. You tell me a farmer with a shotgun is not going to like return and be like the actual hero? Shotgun, I saga? about him. <laughs> he, was a, he was a fucking joke. They put That's, him in as a joke. Because yeah. no one can get shot by a gun. It's a real, like, we got this new military technology, let's trot it out situation. There's tanks. There's- they have the Advance Wars kit. They have every yeah. gun in Advance Wars, all the, like, circular planes. Yeah, cutie, mm-hmm. like, chubby tanks, like, psyched guys with, like, robo-cop helmets. Like, dog dick missiles. We're yeah. going to war! We got our dog weeding missiles! There's, like, a, a like, Geraldo's on a, 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 a helicopter like I've never seen anything like this our world government will definitely defeat this guy because we have the strongest army in the world hail father I'm Geraldo <laughs> Rivera real quick give it up for the troops yeah it's very much like oh glorious leader uh, we're not starving uh, <laughs> could you imagine like being in that army like they're so psyched to be there they're thrilled with the entire thing because you're reading the mission debrief and it's like we're gonna go take every gun in the world and shoot one guy and they're like oh yeah and they're like go fucking nuts (laughs) there's no there's no torture treaties in this one bitch it's one world government we're gonna blow you up with a fucking tomahawk missile and a jet and yeah they they refer to it as the full royal fleet and small arms fire is used yeah there's like literally like people shooting berettas or whatever (laughs) like yeah and meanwhile goku chichi krillin and gohan are in their like subaru like ah shit they're gonna die and uh and there's a lot of like it's kind of a long sequence where they're like 
they're really out here thinking they're going to do something. And then, you know, they so sales like, oh, please don't mess up my rink. I worked very hard of it. So I'm just going to go stand on this little plateau and let you guys tire yourselves out. Very so they, sympathetic how much he loves the ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, get that. I relate to sell here. It's hard. You know, when you have a ring. You really gotta protect that fucking thing, you know. <laughs> you spent an afternoon on the ring. Yeah, ring's hard to do. You gotta grout. Yeah. You got. It looks really nice. It yeah. is a nice ring. It's from it's lovely got sourced sp- marbles. Spires. It has spires. Yeah. It's my favorite stage in Budokai Tenkaichi Two. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's like yeah, the, it's the best summer. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so he lets them. They just they just unload their artillery. Until one, what appears to be a 80-year-old man who's leading this troop, tells them to cease fire, which, like, wow, Japan, that's a very optimistic look at you. There's, okay, there are are 1,000 vehicles and infantry people in a circle around this mountain shooting everything they have, like, full clips, like, throwing the gun on the ground, taking other guns out. The guy's just panting their machine guns, like, "Ah, ah, ah," and they're, like, (laughs) laughing to themselves. These are real sickos. (laughs) And there's a guy with a walkie-talkie who's in charge of the whole thing. The walkie-talkie's not hooked up to anything. And he's just like, she's fire! And everyone's like, no. (laughs) No, I have more... I have, a, <laughs> I have a gun that costs $5,000 every time I shoot it, and I will not stop until it is empty. And then they fa- stop shooting, and there's these two, like, literal goons out of, like, a, 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 a you know, diehard movie, like, oh, yeah, you have enough of that tough guy of my, my bazooka. And, then, <laughs> you know, of course, guess what, guys? Cell is totally fine. <laughs> Yeah. Not only so, what what pose were you expecting? Because I was looking for crossed arms, but no, it's one hand on hip. That's hip out. Because Cell is a sassy bitch. That's why yeah. I love him. Because he's not even like trying to look menacing. He's like, oh, you boys. He said yeah. he had so much time to choose the pose, and he went yeah, with, I woke did. up like this. Yeah, he did. <laughs> if anything, I'm surprised there wasn't like a turn and spin yeah. element yeah. to it. He might have practiced that. Actually, while they were shooting him, he might have like practiced a couple of different ones. And ended up the, on the really subtle difference between Cell and like a Frieza is that Frieza is always, while he's also dramatic and gay, he's very self serious. Mm. Cell is just like he's like the world's a show, baby, and I'm the star. <laughs> like, what good just... is life if you can't have fun? Yeah, he's yeah. like I'm turning a look. I'm eating it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um so you know cell fucks up everybody in one fell swoop he just with said, magic hands yeah he sticks yeah. his beam hand out and just does a little circle which um yep. when i worked at the zoo mm-hmm. in oregon my job used to be uh i had a bunch of them but one is there was a an exhibit where you could feed the parrots called lorikeet landing and then one in my job was to explain to people how to do it and i would guide them through so i'm like okay watch the doors only feed the birds bird food have fun and as i was standing there i hear this mother go tyler no and this little boy goes i'ma do it he whips out his dick and pees in a circle. No, and everyone Tyler. jumps back. It was like a bomb dropped, and this is exactly what it was like. Total destruction. <laughs> Cell was Tyler in that moment. Yeah, wow. I was gonna say the first thing I thought. Remember in Disney Channel when it was movie time and they would make the letters <laughs> with their hands. <laughs> That's what he does. 
<laughs> but to the army and they all die. <laughs> and they all die. And then Goku's really upset because he supports the troops. Oh yeah. my god. These colors do He's not run. And 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 then Cell's like, oh no, scratch on my ring, no skin off my nose. I forgot That's he what... was talking about the ring. I was like, does Cell have like a ring? Like... Yeah, is it like jewelry? <laughs> like a next... godfather ring. <laughs> the next sequence of events is really what solidifies brain uh, brain damage Goku hours. So he steps out of the car and he's like, You guys go on without me. I gotta go talk to Piccolo. And he instant transmissions out of there to which Chi Chi's like so do we wait? Do we like what the f- like? He left gonna- the car in the middle of traffic, which yeah, my dad yeah. did once. And really, no one knows what to do when that happens. <laughs> they certainly yeah. don't. Uh, <laughs> and then he he uh, shows up on Kame's lookout and he's like, oh, Piccolo looking strong. Good for you. And then Piccolo. Thanks. Like, well, yeah, Piccolo's like, thanks. But like, what are you getting at? Can I beat Cell? And he's like, no. And he's like, well, OK, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this conversation that happens that A shows how stupid and brain dead Goku is, and B how inconsiderate and low key racist he is because he's just like, "Hey, uh, Piccolo, you know when you uh, absorbed Kame, and uh, do you think you could split up again so we can have Dragon Balls?" He's like, "Actually, it was a really long thought out decision because I knew I could not reverse it, and actually took a lot of time." to think and consider it but no bitch i can't do that were you stupid in my culture we don't ask other people that but thank you yeah (laughs) and then he's like well uh isn't there like a planet that the namekians are on can i just like go get one and pickle is like you can't just have a pet namekian goku that's a human being (laughs) and how are you gonna find it he says and then pickle uh goku's like i know i'll set my brain to green guys (laughs) they don't have energy like you he goes like oh like like, you know what you're like yeah (laughs) you're all the same yeah you all have like the general same vibe anyway here i go and he starts concentrating really hard. He makes everyone look at him doing it. And there's a really tense moment. And he's like, ah, I can't do it. And everyone's like, I know, bitch. I it's fucking- rude. It's rude that you tried. <laughs> and Mr. Popo, by the way, thrilled that he's looking for a new well, boyfriend. I Okay, here's the thing. True. I've, I've, I've thought about Mr. Popo. He is stricken with grief. He is... <laughs> Yeah. He has grief ridden depression, and no one has asked him how he's doing. No. He only has he one tooth. Help. No. And instead of being like, How are you doing, Mr. Popo? Everyone's like, Can I use your time chamber? Can I stay mm-hmm. at your house? Can uh, I did, trot did, Piccolo around reminding you about the death of your once lover? Like, right. it's just <laughs> did you fold my clothes, by the way? Well, I yeah, use your you, bathroom for the day. Yeah. Did you do my fucking laundry? Did you cook food for me? Like, it's just sad. And then uh, he's like, well, I guess I can't do that. Uh, I'm going to go to King Kai's and see if I could do it there. And everyone, he zips away and Trunks literally says, uh, hold on. I think it was like pick- Trunks. Trunks says, um, this seems like a stretch. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, and it is. And, and I think Piccolo goes like, I can't tell if Goku is like a genius 
or brain dead. <laughs> like, right. I can't tell. And then they cut off the part where they're like, definitely brain dead. Definitely. Right. Yeah, but it does yeah. work, though. We know it works. So you got to be like, okay. I have a question about this episode. I don't know yeah, if awesome. Katie would know because, so this is Kai. This is the edited one. It's shorter, mm-hmm. right? So did they edit out from the original? Was this, was originally, was there like the car, was this the driving episode? We missed the drive. Yeah, the driving episode got caught because as you saw, okay. Goku was driving the car. He's just, in but yeah, episode. he's just in the car. So they cut out the whole driving yeah. part. Okay. They, I, I, I might go back and watch the driving episode just for my own. <laughs> from the original? Because that's like one of the gr- it's one of the greatest filler episodes of all time. Like just yeah. Piccolo in his fucking streetwear. Like mm. where do they go get them cross color outfits from? It's amazing. All supreme <laughs> yeah. everything oh, for right. Piccolo. Yeah. Oh my god! I have a friend who's a, a stripper at Pumps, and this guy who was a hype beast came in wearing the Supreme Akira line, and she was like, "Oh shit, Akira, that's so cool." And he's like, "No, this is Supreme," and she's like. <laughs> No, it's like it's a collab. It's like from a really famous manga, and he's like, "No, it's Supreme Bay." No, it's like a motorcycle. Yeah, it's just you like, misunderstand. And she's just like, "Okay, <laughs> don't worry." She got, she made her money off of that guy. Um, but That's great. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so meanwhile, Master Roshi's uh, King Dog of the World makes an announcement from the royal palace, and he's like. Uh, I love you, dear subjects, but uh, our army did everything and it, it they didn't do shit. And I'd like to remind you that one time uh, Evil King Piccolo showed up and a rando saved us. So maybe a rando will save us again. Fingers I love crossed. his attitude. I love him. Mm-hmm. He First of all, he apologizes. That's pretty big. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I skipped over a part earlier that I think is important to discuss in which when they're like before when they're like, don't harsh my vibe. Goku was just like, yeah, I don't know how we're going to beat him. Right. But we will. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, no, it just everything works out. It'll be fine. And they're like, maybe, maybe for you, bitch. Right. Here's a, here, you know what makes this actually, in, in hindsight, even more reprehensible, honestly, is that Goku's plan this whole time is that Gohan's going to beat him. He's thinking this all like When Krillin says, oh, how are we going to beat him? Goku's like, well, I can't. It's probably going to be Gohan, but I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> I <that>. can't say. <laughs> Looking at my 11 year old son. In my surprise. And then Gohan's there just trying to fish. <laughs> Never yeah, runs the boy. plan by Gohan. No, not anybody. No. He doesn't tell anybody. <laughs> he doesn't need, you know, Goku's not big on consent, communication, basic socializing. Gohan also has never. Yeah. He's never gone Super Saiyan 2 before. So, like, total moonshot that this would even work out in the first yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. everyone's just like, also, everyone's low key. Like, if we make it out of here, do we call CPS on Goku? Like, <laughs> do we send him back to Piccolo? Because, like, I feel like he was better in the woods. I, I know no jail can hold him, but maybe we can trick him somewhere. <laughs> Probably could actually, but easily if he has his transmission. So anyway, yeah, the episode ends on Dog President being like, "All we have is hope. Vote blue, no matter who." <laughs> he and does then, call them subjects too. Well, I didn't pick that up the first time. Yeah, yeah he's a king. Wow. He's a king. He's and a he's literal a king. They That's show crazy. the dog palace, and I'm like, more about dog palace intrigue, please. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones dogs. 
Yeah, that's what I want. Everyone's trying to get on the Toriyama dog people and dinosaurs, you know? More of that shit. Right. You can sit on the small circle at the park. Well, (laughs) out of seven. It's a dog joke. I get it. (laughs) 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 I got it. (laughs) Out of seven Dragon Balls, right in review. Alex Patek, where are you giving this? Thanks, Katie. Uh, I don't know. I have a lot of fun whenever Cell is on screen, and the rest of the time, I just want to take a nap. But I do get to see the entire uh, King's army and its full martial strength, which is always a privilege and an honor. And for that reason, I give this episode four out of seven Dragon Balls. Pretty good. Pretty good. Lost and Leon. Yeah, I feel like the last time I I came on for this, it was also a pretty low-action episode. But this one definitely had more stuff, including Cell, who does rule, uh, and Vegeta being a little bitch. So I feel <laughs> like I will also go four out of seven Dragon Balls. Yeah, I feel like this is a solid four out of seven, too. Um, it, there, there's not classic Dragon Ball fighting, but in terms of like a transitionary filler episode, it's fucking bananas. You get Goku just being a full-on dick in different ways. He... <laughs> He gets a rock thrown at his head. I rewound that four times. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that in this whole show where Goku gets like a little pissed off. It blew my mind. Um, and just all the, yeah, we're uh, finally dawning on me that it's not dog president, but dog world. Happy lore. Monarch. <laughs> dog <laughs> emperor. Yeah. yeah uh, it sure. was just uh really something to behold so fun episode for a filler if i don't say you know pretty good pretty funsies okay mm-hmm. do we have an email today alex patak let's really email. Let's do emails it's time for dragon give me some of that dragon This week's email comes from Thottam from the Discord, entitled, I won't make fun of Alex this time, I promise. You better. Dear friend. Thank you, Katie. That's my fucking friend. Lawson will punch you in the face. We're going to sick our most unhinged friend after you, Lawson Leon, (laughs) (laughs) the Wolverine. Uh, Brooklyn Lion, yeah. Yeah, the episode, I mean, the email reads, Dear Ball, which is suspicious, because that is what all the spam emails say. (laughs) Although we did tell everybody that, so maybe that's why. Uh, I just want to write in to say that not learning how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! is the right decision. Learning to play the game would not help you understand the show, because the writers seem completely unwilling to follow the rules of the actual game, and it is stupid, but hype on the first show when Ben said that the show had the logic of little kids making up rules as they go along... This is pretty much how they treat the rules of the game. So for your own sanity, just ignore that the show is tied to a real life game at all. Done. Done. I, that's how I've been experiencing it. Uh, just for clarification, behind the paywall, we are watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! The Game of Kings! <laughs> honestly, a great choice on your guys' part. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's honestly been a delight. It's, yeah. it's truly unhinged. It's what you, the listeners, voted for. Thottam says... I voted for the show, but I fully support quitting. If y'all get bored, just felt like I should say that. Anyway, Thank there, you. <laughs> there's a lot, there's a bit more, but the question at the bottom is, uh, if the DBZ boys were in Yu-Gi-Oh, what would their deck theme be? Existing themes include dinosaurs, zombies, robots. Yugi has a deck based around magician tricks. Okay. And Joey's deck is himbos. 
So Dragon Ball Z characters, Yu-Gi-Oh decks, that is the question. Okay. Huh. Oh, we got dragons. Weevil well, got insects. obviously, Goku would do the classic Joey mistake and just have like a bunch of OP guys in there and nothing else to back it up. I got a lot of strong monsters. Yeah. Nobody can beat these. Um, I think. Hmm. Vegeta oh. is all trap cards, you think? Yeah. Vegeta's just like trap card city. I, I haven't played card. Yu-Gi-Oh, but it does seem like the best feeling in the game is when they fall right into your trap card. It's, it's, it the is the secret, best though. <laughs> the best Yu-Gi-Oh player of the group, Yajirobe. For sure. <laughs> oh, He's the yeah. only one putting the time in. Yeah. Yeah, him and Corin are just dueling all day up there. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, I just got rolled a blunt ready to duel. <laughs> My best friend is a cat with a wooden staff. We play Yu-Gi-Oh! all day, 5,000 feet in the air. Uh, I think Krillin has a deck of beautiful women. Oh, and no one wants to play with him because he makes weird comments about Oh my god. Right, but no one will play with him. Master Roshi's deck is definitely the the most upsetting, probably. Well, it's women, but they're all trap cards. To trap women. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> trying to, it's just what Pegasus did to Yugi's grandpa. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bulma definitely has like robots and 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 yeah, like, spell deck, high spell tech. heavy, yeah, high yeah. tech shit, yeah. Um, Gohan is an all rounder for sure. Mm-hmm. Gohan's probably like really good at the game, actually. Yeah, he's, he's like a genius, right? Isn't he like a genius child? So. Also, I feel like Future Trunks actually kind of sucks at it, but people let him win because he's so pretty. Right, he had a hard life. Mm. He didn't have time for Yu-Gi-Oh! Growing yeah, up. he did have a hard life. <laughs> like, like someone's about to place like a really good trap card, and they look into his sad eyes, and they're like, eh, I'll just... Oh, Dark Magician again! Oh, <laughs> Robots got, killed my mother! He's got the eyes of uh, someone whose mom flirted with him in the future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Marty McFly eyes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> McFlies. The McFlies. McFlies. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope that covers the general premise of your email. Thank you for writing in. If you have a question, write into ballingoutsuper at gmail.com and we will answer any of your Balling Out Super based questions every week. And now, what's that I hear? Oh, it's coming around the bend. It's the plug train. Oh. Where can the people find you? Uh, I'm, uh, our Twitter is at Tinardo Podcast. Uh, at Battle underscore Comedy, uh, Talking Out a Podcast is on wherever you can find podcasts: uh, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, and more, one, Spotify, uh, the other ones. And uh, yeah, I'm also I should definitely plug. I'm, um, you know, if you're listening to this, you, you, you love podcasts. You probably don't have enough. So I'm also on a new podcast. All right, starting up this week called Your Drunk DM at Your Drunk DM on Twitter. Uh, it's a podcast about we talk about uh, GMing Dungeons and Dragons. It's it's about Yu Gi Oh. It's about Yu Gi Oh. We started yeah, a rival Yu Gi Oh podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, we ca- it was a trap card. You guys fell into the trap card. Oh, no <laughs> counter Yu Gi Oh podcast. Uh, but yeah, you're uh, you're drunk GM to, at all places. There are podcasts. Hell yeah! Yeah. Hell yeah! Hey Alex, what's your plugs? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Patak Test Kitchen and uh, join the United States military for <laughs> to help fight 
the for the cause of fight fight for what's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Look, these colors don't run. These Katie. colors don't run. You can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose. If you have a giant bomb premium subscription, please check out Al Bummer with the two minutes to late night crew. Last week's episode, I believe, was Jugulator. I know uh, that's red, white, and true. Yeah, that's right. It was a Judas Priest album they did without Rob Halford. Check it out for the meanest show on Giant Bomb. And as <laughs> always, uh, check out our Patreon for $5 a month. You get four additional podcasts as we covered. We're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! right now. And if you bump it up to 10, you also, on top of that, get the bonus KRL-only episode every month. What's it about? Whatever I... Be. Pull out of my ass. <laughs> we'll see what I have no idea what I'm doing this month, but I'll figure it out. And as always, thank you for being here with us on Sunday. See you next week. Bye, Super. Super. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>